Welcome to the Weekend Outdoorsman Podcast, where our mission is to keep traditions alive fueled by a passion for the outdoors. Whether you're a bow hunter, a fisherman, or just love the outdoors, then this is the podcast for you. We hope to inspire you as well as many others around you to keep any traditions you may have alive as well as create new ones. So be sure to subscribe, like, and follow along with us as we're going to go on some great adventures to learn some new information to bring back to you guys as well as have some awesome guests on here. What's going on, everybody? We want to thank you for tuning in to our very first podcast. For those of you that don't know who we are, we are the Weekend Outdoorsmen. My name is Will Cooper, and my brother Richard is on here as well. I'm the youngest of the two Cooper brothers. And we're just going to start off with this first episode to kind of introduce to you guys who we are, what we're doing with this weekend outdoorsman thing. I'm sure some of y'all have probably seen over the past year or two over through social media, just kind of some things that we've posted, things we've done, talked about. And so we've kind of taken it upon us with 2020 flying at us to rev this thing up and get it started. And so with that, I'm going to let Richard kind of take the mic and introduce himself to let you guys know who he is and how he got started in the outdoors. What's going on, everybody? Welcome. Uh, like Will said, my name is Richard Cooper, the older and better looking of the two Cooper brothers. Easy. Um, <laughs> um, like he said, we're just kind of wanting to introduce ourselves to you guys, uh, let you know who we are, what we're about. Kind of started out, Will started this uh how many years ago was it 2017 three years ago shit okay so we're doing this huh um we're doing three years ago three years ago um he actually started it as the weekend outdoors man um and then this year we decided to go ahead and join forces again and turn it into the weekend outdoorsman um yeah so here we are here we go um you want to give them a little background on yourself yeah but before i do that tell them tell them you know like how'd you get into how'd you get into hunting and fishing was it with dad um was it with buddy because i'm the oldest doesn't mean i have to go first well i'm gonna let you go first <laughs> age before all right man where did it all start? I mean, growing up, you know, we got to go fishing with dad, hunting with dad. You know, I remember being a kid, I couldn't even tell you how old I was, um, but going hunting on the weekend with dad and taking my uh, little cap rifle, like I was actually going to go out and hunt something. Got your red rifle. And, uh, I, it wasn't even a red rider it literally all it did was pop um but yeah just going out with dad sitting in the stand you know i remember when we were fortunate enough to get something bringing it back to 
grandma and grandpa's house and taking care of it, getting it all packaged up. That was, but, yeah, I mean, that's just. That, was that the time y'all came home and I was like, you shot Bambi? Uh, I mean, that was one of the times, but <laughs> I mean, that there's was... a pr- there's a pretty good age gap between you and I. So there was a, there were times before you were, I mean, I remember times before you were even in the picture. Um, that was before my trigger. Doing that. Itchy. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it just, it kind of started there for me being at home on the weekends and, you know, we had PBS, I don't know, public broadcast television. I don't know how many people are familiar with that or if that's even still a thing. Um, but there's a show that dad always liked watching called was Marty Stouffer's Wild America, I think it was. And just seeing all the different animals and, you know, parts of the country, just everything that was out there, everything that could be experienced and just thinking, you know, wow, I want to see that someday. Like that's where, where is that? How do I find that? And, you know, I mean, we were, we were fortunate. I feel like we were fortunate growing up, you know, we had people that gave us opportunities to, you know, go out and experience hunting, experience fishing, you know, where they, they let us come onto their property and whether it was family or friends or, um, so we were just really fortunate in that aspect. Um, you know, kind of as life goes on, sometimes it takes you away from things that you love doing and, you know, you don't have as much time or opportunity to do those things, but I feel like over the past few years, finally, finally gained the opportunity to, to really get back into it, get into the swing of it and, um, try some new things, create some new experiences. And, you know, like we've said, a big part of this for us is keeping traditions alive and, you know, maybe creating some, some new ones of our own along the way. Definitely. I think we started that last year with the elk hunt. So yeah, for sure. Definitely. Well, I'll go next. So for those of you that don't know who I am, my name is Will and I am the better looking of the the two brothers. I like to think. (laughs) It's open for debate. And uh, I also live in Texas, actually expecting our first child, my wife and I, here pretty shortly. And and so that's why we're not in an elk hunt right now at the time this is being recorded. Um, But I'd have to say for me where it really all began was probably honestly with you and dad, you know, the first couple of times y'all took me fishing with y'all, you know, in the old Cajun. Well, heck, before that, it was the glass drawn. But then once we got that little John boat that we had. Oh yeah. Out on the Moss's tank. That's, that's kind of where it all began for me. And then, um, you know, where the, where the fire really got set was when I got to go hunting with dad. Um, you know, we had an aunt and uncle that had some land, um, outside Fredericksburg, Texas for a while. And, uh, we were pretty fortunate enough to get to go out there. And I just think that, you know, the first couple of times I got to go with dad and watch him shoot a doe is what really got me fired up. And then I think it took me, I don't know how many tries till I got my first doe. And 
actually first two does because I used to blame the shaking, the buck fever on dad. Cause I'd blame it on him. Cause I used to, have, I used to, have to sit on his lap and mm-hmm. we were sitting in a blind and some deer came out, good sized doe came out. Dad told me to shoot, put it right where, you know, dad always taught us halfway up right behind the shoulder shot. The deer took off and dad looked at me and he goes, I've never seen a deer run off with this gun before. He goes, well, let's just wait. Yeah, you you ruined the record with that gun. Good job. <laughs> but for first deer, you know, he told me to wait and they come back. Another doe came out, put it right in the same spot, dropped her. We walked all the way up there. Dad took about three steps, looked to the left, and he goes, crap. Now I got a gut and skin two deer. And so <laughs> I think that's really where it really set fire, where the fire was really just raging for me at that point you know i can remember reading through all the hunting magazines texas fishing game eastman you know bow hunting magazine uh north american whitetail all those and um ultimately that's just kind of what led me to where i am now and the passion i have for the outdoors and doing some stuff in the industry so that's where it just kind of really all began for me yeah, I remember on the same place you were talking about our aunt and uncle's place. Um, you know, it was when dad really finally was cool with me going by myself. Oh, yeah. Um, and just being out there by myself. And it was just, I remember, I was like, I, I don't want to hunt. I don't want to hunt in a stand today. Like, I don't care if I get anything or not, but I don't want to hit in a stand. I don't want to sit in a stand. And so I didn't. And I remember I set up in this little stand of cedars and it was pretty thick behind me. And there was just this, it was a decent eight point. Um, I think it may have been probably the first, first buck I shot out there. But I remember he literally walked 10 feet away from me and had no clue that I was there. And just getting to see that and seeing the deer not know I'm there um, and just trying to keep that going, stalking it and getting into a position where I could actually, you know, take a good shot on it, being successful like that, like that was that was a completely new experience for me. I was like, okay, this is, this is hunting. Like I've not experienced it before. And, uh, you used to do that. I think that's, yeah. And I think that's, I think that's a big reason why, you know, like last year when we got the opportunity to go elk hunting, that for me was like, okay, this is, this is the kind of hunting that really gets me going. Like I don't, like when we had people come out on us the last morning, right before we left. Yeah. <laughs> I still wish I would have. Because um, he came down to 43 yards. And I remember, I think back to it now, and I'm like, why did I not take that shot? I think it was just because we finally, you know, we had heard him, we had seen sign, and then we had just finally kind of gotten into him. And I think it was just, 
the fact that we had elk there that close. I was, I was yeah. happy with that. Oh, for sure. I mean, you're you're out there, and it's not really anywhere to hide, so to speak. Like it's just. We thought we were hidden, and then we were in the open, as plain as. <laughs> So for those of y'all that want to see more of what we do, we do have a YouTube channel. It's not full-blown yet. We are working on that, and we will be getting more content to you guys in the near future. But in the meantime, y'all can check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Um, obviously, Facebook is just the Weekend Outdoorsman. Instagram, it is the underscore Weekend underscore Outdoorsman. So be sure to check us out. Follow us. Like it, Like our content comment on anything we also have the we also have the group on facebook now too that we just started up um kind of a brag board advice board just kind of a sounding board for you know what everybody's got going on during the season throughout the year show what they're show, it show what they're doing and yep talking about it asking questions so and the link feel free to is in check our that out too the link for that is in our Instagram bio. So y'all can definitely go check that out. And again, you know, you can invite anybody you want and you can click to join it. And like Richard said, it's a bragging board. So put all your big bucks, your big fish. If you got any questions on any fishing techniques, we've got, I think there's almost 200 members in there now or something like that. So there's plenty of people from all different styles of hunting and fishing that can help you answer questions so if you're going to be going on an elk hunt and you need help on gear questions on how to hunt where to hunt whitetail bass fishing and wherever you know hop in there join the group put it up and that's what it's all about so back in 2017 you know we really or i guess i could say i really started off the weekend outdoorsman um i was a head cross country and assistant track and field coach at a college up in Abilene at the time. And that's when I really first found out about how you have all these influencers out there. You know, I saw the Guggen squad, you know, Lunkers TV, Lake Fort guy, you know, all these guys that were making a living off of YouTube and social media. And I thought to myself, you know, I love the outdoors. I've wanted to find a way to begin a career in that. And so I wanted to do what those guys were doing. And so that's where the, the, the term weekend outdoors man at the time kind of came out. You know, I really wanted to create a brand that spoke more to the person that's working 40, 50, 60 hours a week, nine to five. And the only time that they have to go hunting is when they leave work at five o'clock on Friday through Sunday evening. And so I just really wanted to create this brand that kind of spoke to that person. You know, I felt like you see too many brands out there nowadays that it's these guys that are, they're, they're just going hunting 365 days a week. And I love that because it's more content for me to consume. It's more content for you to consume. And I love watching that, but I just wanted to develop something that really spoke to that, to that uh, demographic. And so that's where the term you know, weekend outdoors man came at the time and, you know, just dilly dallied around with it more for fun than anything. And then recently, I think it was earlier this year, um, 
you know, really got Richard involved with it and got him on board, partnered with it. And so that's when we decided to change the name to the weekend outdoors men rather than outdoorsmen, like he said earlier. Um, and so, you know, one of the things that we just, we really not necessarily pride ourselves on, but one of the things we just want to really focus on is about, you know, the traditions of hunting and fishing that families, buddies, cousins, that people keep and, you know, our slogan or our mission statement or whatever you want to call it is, you know, keeping traditions alive fueled by a passion for the outdoors. And so, you know, like Richard and I, we've been deer hunting since we were kids. We've been bass fishing since we were kids with our dad. So we want to keep that tradition going and we want to eventually pass that down to our kids one day. We also want to create new traditions, just like us going on our first elk hunt last year. It was me, Richard and our dad. We've got a bottle of whiskey that's waiting to get opened until an elk finally hits the ground. And that's a mission that we're on. It doesn't matter who kills the elk. It's just, we want to do that as a family. And so we want to help inspire you, encourage you to go do that same thing, to go create new traditions, keep traditions alive, and just, you know, instill them for years to come, fueled by your passion for the outdoors. Uh, I mean, that's, that's what a big part of it has been for me. Um, I went off to school and was lucky, you know, we've talked about being fortunate with the opportunities that we've had to, to be able to go hunting and fishing throughout the different phases of our life. You know, I went off to school and was fortunate enough to meet some people that let me do some predator hunting and stuff like that out there. You got a um, time when you were up there. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was a big thing there. Um, Heck yeah. Being out in far West Texas, um, Where you it? know, mule deer hunting was, hadn't really been established in the area that I was in. They actually didn't even have a season for it where I was at at the time. Um, Did you ever go mule deer hunting when you were yeah. up? No, they, uh, there were a couple of counties close to where I was at that they had just started getting their first seasons. Okay. Like probably the year before I left. Yeah. Um, but it just, most of the opportunities I had up there were predator hunting and stuff like that. And it was, you know, it was really awesome for me because it was, it was in a way that I'd never really done it before, you know, as far as like the calling and stuff like that. Um, which kind of plays into the elk hunting now. Hmm. Um, a giant but, pound turkey screaming at you. Yeah. Um, but you know, like you said, it's just we've kind of come together now, um, doing this together. Um, for me, a big part of it is just showing people. You know, no, we're we're not the guys that get to do this 365 a year um we're we're not we're not we haven't been in a position to do that um you know i think anybody interested in this industry and the outdoors who has that passion for it I, i think you'd be hard pressed to find anybody that says they wouldn't want to do that um a big part of this for me is you know, sharing our experiences and how we do it and how we 
fit it into our lives and how we keep it going in our lives. Um, Especially with having because yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're about to you're about to go through another crash course and how to do all of this with that. Um, yep. But just just sharing our experiences and how we do it, and hopefully showing them that you know, yeah, you've got to you're working, you're working, you're working those 40, 50 hours a week, 60 hours a week. Um, you know, but you can still, you can still get out there. You can still enjoy it. You can still either get into it and start doing it or, you know, keep it going. It's, um, you know, it's just, for me, it's sharing that experience and showing people that, yeah, it is something that you can still do. Um, Definitely. It's a lot of, doing a lot of the stuff. It's, it can seem intimidating to a lot of people. And I found, I found that out working in the industry from different perspectives, especially when I worked retail. Um, you know, just a lot of guys that would come into the store that had no idea the hunting opportunities that are available out there, the fishing opportunities that are available out there and um you know we're no professional i mean we're no professionals by any means and so you know how i mean like how how we yeah i mean like you how we do things it's it's not going to be perfect you know we're probably going to have guys and girls out there they're going to criticize you know well i would do it this way and that's fine you know i think the main thing is like you said it's we're here to help we want to, we want to be here to help inspire folks to go out and do those things. But at the end of the day, I think it's one of those things that we all just have to remember that, you know, we're all, we're all in this together. You know, um, one of the things I hate seeing on social media today, media today is, you know, it's one thing to see a non hunter or vegetarian or, you know, tree hugger, whatever you want to call them. It's one thing to see them bashing us as hunters. It's, you know, that's, that's a different, topic for another time but i hate seeing hunters bashing hunters that makes me so mad is when i see people like oh i wouldn't have killed that little buck you know seeing a 10 year old kid with a his first buck you know that makes me so mad or you know i just i don't i don't like seeing that and so the one thing i want to promote is i, th- I think um meat eater talked about this you know we need to get away from trophy shaming and stuff and, you know, really just be in this all together and be thankful for the opportunities we have to go hunting and fishing out there. Absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, everybody has different ways of doing it, different opportunities. Um, I mean, I have my thoughts on, you know, the way people hunt. Yeah. You know, just like people are going to have thoughts on the way I hunt or the way I fish. Um, I mean, to me, as long as, as long as people are getting out there, enjoying the the outdoors and wildlife for what it is, um, and they're doing it, and as long as they're doing it with respect towards, towards people. I mean, whether that's fellow hunters, fellow fishermen, people who are opposed, um, people who are opposed to those things, you know, be respectful. Um, 
you know, be respectful of their opinions. You don't have to agree with their opinions. You don't have to agree with the way they do things, but you know, they're still people, um, you know, and be, be respectful of, to me, doing it right. Isn't necessarily, Oh, you know, I took this animal this way or, you know, do it legally, do it with respect towards the animal. Um, you know, just experience it, enjoy the experience. Definitely. Um, and just, you know, like I said, abide by the, abide by the laws, do it legally, you know, and, and praise the success that people do have when they do it that way. I mean, that that's a huge part of it for me. Like, for sure. I mean, like, you, know, you went out, you put in the work, um, and you were, you were successful, you know, that, that's awesome. Like, it doesn't matter if, you know, you took a, took a spike or a doe or a, you know, 12 point Boone and Crockett 150 plus. I mean, it's, you know, I think it's, it's like all a success to be celebrated. You can't, you can't eat the antlers. No. You can't eat the antlers and that's not what it's all about. And to me, I think that's when we just, when it can, when it comes back to, you know, what it really means to go hunting and, you know, just keeping traditions alive. I mean, I think, I think it's just really awesome to go into small towns in Texas, you know, especially when dove season starts in September, just seeing the excitement and the buzz of all the hunters in the area. And then especially when opening weekend of deer season or rifle season starts in November, just seeing mm-hmm. small towns come to life, just bustling with hunters everywhere. I love seeing that. I love seeing, yeah, it, I love seeing trucks pulled up to meat processors and, you know, the barbecue joints with the big bucks in the back. And that's what, that's what it's all about. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was kind of cool today. I was, um, I actually took a quick trip down to my lease to do a little bit of scouting and preseason housekeeping, whatever you want to call it. Um, and you know, we had a lot of rain today and you had texted me and, um, I was like, no, I can't, you know, we were going to try to do this earlier in the day. I was like, I'm actually on the way to the lease. And you were asking me how the weather was. I was like, well, it's raining, but if I wait until it's not raining or (laughs) wait for good weather, I'm, I'm never going to get down here before the season starts. It always seems like Um, in September. Yeah. But it it was just cool because it was, there's just something about the experience. Like it, it was just weird because it kind of cooled off was you know it's been so hot here lately it cooled off it was you know wet rainy um and a lot of landowners in the area were taking advantage of the rain and you know they've built up these burn piles all all year and so a lot of them were burning those today and just like the smell in the air, the feel in the air, like the feeling of fall. I, I remember I was driving back and I was like, yeah, it, it, it's that time of year. It, it's about go time again. I, th- I think what we've got going here, it's something special. 
for all you listeners out there, you know, I think we're developing something pretty cool for all you, all you weekend outdoorsmen out there. And uh, I know the next episode that we've got lined up, it's, it's going to be a pretty big one. We've got a pretty big, two big guests that are going to be coming on to kind of help answer any questions. I don't want to give it away yet about who we're going to have on. Um, but I think new listeners are going to be pretty excited about who we're going to have on some of the people that we're getting lined up to get on the podcast just in the future. I think we're going to have some pretty cool people, some pretty big names that we're going to be getting on here. So I think it will be pretty awesome for y'all to follow along, listen to what we have, um, you know, follow along with us and our experiences, especially, you know, I plan on filming a lot more this year, just getting out there, you know, my fails, my successes, you know, I think, I think it'll just be pretty cool to listen to the stuff that we're going to learn you know, through our experiences, you know, with our elk hunts coming up. I know one of the things that you and I have planned is potentially a, a archery mule deer hunt in Arizona in January. Um, I think, you know, hopefully we're going to get that on the docket either this year, or next year at some point, um, but just to follow along and uh, you know, we're no professionals by any means, but we just want to encourage you guys to keep those traditions alive, you know, start new traditions and ultimately just help keep that passion for the outdoors alive. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not in this claiming to be a subject matter expert by any stretch of the imagination. Um, like we said, I'm, I'm here to share our experiences. Um, I just, you know, I hope we can help some people learn a few things. I hope we can learn we can learn along the way and just show people that, yeah, you're working a nine to five or uh, I don't even work a nine to five. I have probably one of the weirdest schedules I've ever heard, but yeah, you do. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's it, showing that, yeah, you can, you can be working a job outside of the outdoor industry. You don't have to be somebody who, is doing this 365 days a year to still be able to get out there and enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. You don't, you don't have to work 365. You don't have to hunt and fish for a living to go kill big bucks or catch big fish. And even if they're not big bucks or big fish, you, you know, just get out there, enjoy it. Exactly. There's a, there's a whole whole lot of world out there to experience it's all about the experiences experiencing something new you know just going through going through life and uh enjoying it and you know just really getting out there having fun in the outdoors and experiencing everything that you know we are blessed to have an opportunity with yeah i know i mean like i said before i've this is something the outdoors is always something that I've been passionate about. And even when life has taken, you know, has taken me away from it for a little while or maybe a little further away from it than I would like to be. Um, it's always been, Oh, for sure. But it's always, it's always been laying there right under the surface and, you know, I think I'm lucky again to be able to kind of get back into it and 
carry it on and keep on going with it again. Definitely. I think, you know, just the opportunities that I've gotten to have with some of my stuff in the outdoor industry straight out of college and starting a fishing club in college and just the stuff that that's afforded me. It's, it's only, it's only poured more gas on the fire for me. And so I really want to lay my path in the outdoor industry and, and just go for it. We just want to thank all you listeners for tuning in to our very first weekend outdoorsman podcast episode. We're going to try and get these posted up. You know, we don't have a set schedule yet on how many we're not necessarily going to be doing one every week, but we will be posting them Thursday nights at midnight. So you can be listening to them, whether you're working from home now due to COVID, you know, before you get started, or you just want to listen to it while you're working from home or you're on your way to the office. You know, we want to be able to uh, get you guys some really cool content to listen to, to encourage y'all to go out there, do things, maybe learn something from us, whether it's right or wrong. Um, but you know, we just want to thank y'all for tuning in. And, uh, again, if you want to follow us, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, um, and just, just follow along guys, because like I said, we, we've got some really cool things planned ahead and, uh, our next guests on episode two, uh, they're going to be some pretty big names in the elk hunting industry. And I think that's about all I want to say without giving it away, but you'll definitely want to tune in because they're going to have some really cool stuff for you guys to listen to. So thanks again for tuning in and uh, peace out from us over at the weekend outdoorsman. And that was the inaugural number one episode of the weekend outdoorsman podcast. If you've stuck with us, this far thank you so much uh for listening to us all of our ramblings and so on uh we really appreciate it um if you liked what you heard want to hear more want to see more um check us out on facebook uh we're on facebook as the weekend outdoorsman uh, we also have uh kind of a brag board discussion board group on there as well so check that out give it a join um, you can also follow us on Instagram at the underscore weekend underscore outdoorsman. Uh, so check us out and give us a follow on there as well. Um, we're really hoping that you're going to stick with us and check out episode two of the podcast that we've got coming up. Uh, if you are familiar with the elk hunting world or uh, just the outdoor world in general, and the social media space with that right now i think you'll uh you'll be pretty pretty surprised with who we have coming uh, we've got some pretty heavy hitters in the elk hunting world right now so uh do us a favor and check that out and we'll see you next time